Alright, hello everyone and welcome to the 7th episode of Frontal Cortex Podcast. It has been a couple of days since the last episode. Uh, the last episode was June 7th, but uh, I just wanted to talk about something first that I was originally going to talk about on my YouTube channel, but then I just decided it doesn't fit the whole tone. And as well as it's quite a controversial, what well, can be controversial, depends what side you look at it from, uh, and yeah, it'd probably take a weird effect to my channel. Well, I guess if someone saw it here and knew of my other YouTube channel, they'd probably make the connection, but ah, well, that's fine. This is often uh, where I talk about my thoughts, so, I don't know, once again, it will fit into sort of what I'm talking about, the, th- the things you can do if you don't quite agree with what I'm saying. I mean, it was basically just talking about the whole freedom of speech thing, because, uh, obviously, I heard quite a while ago about Katie Price trying to get a law put in to in the UK. So sorry, anyway, from other countries, I was going to talk about something happened in the UK. But uh, I think it's happened. Well, it does exist in a lot of countries already, and I think it did happen some places in Europe and uh, and America. Must have something like this. It may have had a possibility happen, but may have never gone through. It's basically she's trying to get it so that everyone has to provide a form of ID, so that if they say something that offends someone or puts any sort of offensive video up, that they can get prosecuted and put in jail. Uh, and one of the people I think. Actually explained it the most was a YouTuber known as Count Dankula because he did um, he done something like that. He basically got his pug to do a Nazi salute, and some people got offended by it. Long story short, basically what happened is then he was going to get he ended up getting charged eight hundred pounds, which he did refuse to pay. Which if he did completely refuse to pay, would have forced him to go to jail. He still ref- completely refused to pay, it and as well as because he was a really nice guy about it, just to show that it wasn't about money. He donated those eight that eight hundred pound to a charity, which I think was a children's hospital, just to show it's like it wasn't about the money. That he just wanted to, he just didn't want to pay the government for a crime that he shouldn't have been prosecuted for, which he sh- shouldn't have yet, because they were basically calling him a racist and that just for a joke he made about trying not to, try to make the pug not cute, basically. And, uh, yeah, and it's a whole thing about they took it out of context, basically, just to put him in bad light. Which brings that to, it is basically the law that she's trying to get across is you can basically be arrested and or charged, put in prison or charged, literally just for offending someone, which... Honestly, no matter what you say or what you do, someone's probably going to get offended by it. And the thing is, you don't have to make a whole legal case about it and arrest people for things you don't agree with or just don't like. Because just because someone made a joke about something, it doesn't mean that's projecting their own beliefs. It's just, you know, a joke. And if people start getting arrested just for jokes, their prisons are probably going to be pretty full. And yeah, I just think that's really bad because it's just no one can say what they want, basically. Because that means no matter what you say, Anyone can get offended by it, even if it's just someone who doesn't like you, they could just turn around and say, yeah, but that offended me, that you'd get arrested for it. Rather than the person who gets offended can either just, like, for example, if it's a video, they could just not watch the video, or if they don't agree with what I'm saying in my podcast, they just don't need to listen to my podcast. It's as easy as that. Like, no one has been forced to consume certain types of media. So there's no reason why you can't just stop watching or if someone says something you don't like, just block them. You need to get them arrested for it because, yeah. I'm not saying that uh, or anyone, like, well, I'm saying that anyone should be able to say what they want. Even if you don't agree with it, they can say it. But is if they're not harming anyone in any sort of way, they're just saying something, doesn't mean you or anyone else agrees with it. They still have the right to say it. But by passing a law like this, it takes away people's rights. 
uh, basically what Katie Price is trying to do is just try and get of get rid of privacy on the internet. There will be none. You will have to. The basically the way they want to do it is you have to provide ID to make any sort of online account so they're able to trace who you are. And if it's someone under the age of eighteen that wants to make an account, they have to use their parents' ID to sign up to an account. Which it's basically just taking extra steps when you could have just took a couple of seconds out of your life just to block the person instead of, you know, making a whole fuss about it and getting someone arrested just because they said something you didn't like. It sounds very petty, actually. Because, yeah, I get how it comes across, which most people say. Someone put up a video essentially making fun of her dis- disabled son, which I get that upsets her. But it's impossible to be in this world without there being some sort of person being a bully of some sort. But that's just something that people have to deal with. People still have the right to say things. Because if you start passing a law that people cannot say things because it may offend someone, even if it's just a joke, it's going to create just unimaginable amounts of chaos and people creating their own justice, which is nothing that, you know, governments hate more than people trying to create their whole own justice. Although a lot of people would disagree, this basically a whole vigilantism thing, but this isn't vigilante, this is literally just being so petty about something you didn't agree with, so you've went out of your way to ruin someone's life. Because imagine you get a criminal record just for making a joke. Like, what happened with Dan Kula is it was so hard for him to get a job. He was unable to get employed by anyone because he had a criminal record, essentially, for making a joke. Which is something that really shouldn't happen. Because now I mean almost everyone has committed a crime. Because any joke you make, any comment you could say, even just sarcasm, someone may have get offended by that. And they could, if they wanted to, get you arrested for it. And it's, yeah, that's a horrible way to live. Because then you have to double watch everything you say. You have to, before you even say anything, you're like, mm, who could this offend? But yeah, a lot of people, you should think before you speak. But you shouldn't be able, you shouldn't think that your freedom of speech risks you getting done for, basically. And that's just the point I wanted to get across. I really hope... It doesn't go for because I actually thought it all disappeared. But then someone reposted a video that Katie Price posted, and it had, and I decided to read the bit at the bottom, and it said about the whole thing about go oh, sign my petition to make sure people can't do this and we can find out who these people are. The link didn't even work, by the way. She put up a link that you couldn't even click on. I had to actually Google it, which it has now had a couple of sign ins, but uh, petitions never really work. <laughs> like, so I, I'm, I'm hoping it really doesn't because taking away the freedom of speech, that's basically creating an authoritarian, you know, nation. Which is saying, I'm not someone who's against the police, I absolutely love the police force and everything like that, but I am, people do deserve freedom and, yeah, it shouldn't be taken away from them. Because <laughs> I'd make almost everything that everyone's fought for pointless. <laughs> and basically starting again. But yeah, sorry, that's all I wanted to say with that. Some agree with it, some may not, but that's just my side on it. Welcome to my podcast. Alright, so let's start to the, the main centre point of these podcasts. Looking and answering some of the questions that I get asked. 
which a lot of them sometimes don't have the correct answers as I go through. I must have gone on a complete jockey range trying to um, just answer as many as possible without actually thinking about what I was saying. Because, yeah, the amount here that I've all gone through, like, the past, like, I think it's been about three, four episodes have consisted of questions I answered on the 8th of January. Really late at night. I actually remember when I was answering these, I was sitting, my desk was actually facing the opposite way around back then, and I was just sitting eating McDonald's answering questions online. But, um, yeah, so I got even bothered reading out the question because I technically answered it completely wrong. I explained, yeah, how fear is a good thing rather than the person asking what do I do if I fear something. But yeah, let me just go through that. And I also just want to say before I start this, thank you for anyone who has come this far. All the tips, even if you haven't been listening to has been released and you've just binged to these, got to episode 7, thank you for sticking in this long, it really means a lot. So I basically, the way I look at fear, I never see fear as a bad thing. It's a human thing and I, it's a good thing. And I spoke about how fear's great because you think faster, uh, it releases adrenaline from your body, so it keeps you on your feet, especially if you max out your adrenaline. Because I think fear's a great thing. I think fear is uh, an amazing advantage. (laughs) A lot of people hate being scared, but if you're fearless, that brings cockiness. Cockiness is how you mess up. I know I'm the last person I should talk about cockiness. I hit my wrister. Um, Because I am a pretty cocky person, but fear's still really good. You should never fear fear. <laughs> uh, that, that was a really quick one because yeah I didn't really answer the question properly. So another person, how would you define my accent? They did leave an audio clip. I can't play it because I don't think it's even there anymore. No it's not. So I said I just assume it's from near south of England, maybe outskirts of London. But then someone else said I would venture that it's not a native English speaker and as such accent does not pertain to a specific region of the British Isles. Perhaps someone from East Europe country who has lived in England for a number of years has formed their accent and perceive, uh, per- perceived received pronunciation but not yet fully formed. And a person commented, yeah, you're right about Eastern Europe, but I've never been abroad, haven't been living in Crimea my whole life. Crimea? Crimea? I don't know how that's pronounced. Where is that place? Let's find out. The Republic of Crimea. Oh, it's a very small place. Black Sea, Eastern Europe. Alright, so it's the South Ukrainian region. Excellent. Fair enough. Oh, yeah, I was completely wrong in that. So apparently from South Ukraine. <laughs> Alright, what's the next one? If you're seeing someone four to five days a week, in brackets, about a month in, they're incredibly sweet and, enjoy- and you enjoy his company, but they're clearly still on dating sites, what would I do? I've already told him it bothers me. Right, okay. So, I said, maybe just try slowly bringing in the fact that you may be thinking of a serious relationship and find how he feels about it. Because you really don't want to be... You really don't want it to be a one-way deal. Don't go straight at him with questions, just try and slide them in. Sort of spaced out so he doesn't feel overwhelmed, in quotations. And I did, I got a reply from that person saying, we've been seeing each other for about a month now, and things were going decent. It got to the point uh, he got way too comfortable with me and started treating me like one of his boys. Kept calling me bitch and saying it was just a playful manner. Never really complimented me outside a rare pretty or cute. Literally always on dating sites when we were together. Always wanted me to come over but would never come over here. I got to the point I liked him more than he liked me brackets, I thought. So I explained I didn't like how he treated me, and that he never seemed to compliment nor listen to me. 
He flew off the handle and said some very disgusting things, so I ghosted and blocked him. He texted me from his work phone a few days later, apologising and asked if I could come over and as he had something. I re reluctantly agreed. He came over with flowers and wine, and we chatted a bit. He apologised for his behaviour, said he'd be kinder to me, blah blah blah. It's been a few days since. He is more sweet and kind, but still on dating profiles. What should I do? So here I swoop in and say... I'm very shocked to hear about the way you've been treated by him. He has apologised, yes, that's good, and acting nicely to you sort of shows that he's at least listened to you a bit. But I have concerns. One is how long he is going to continue acting nice to you, and secondly, bringing you flowers and all that acting like he is in or at least interested in being with you, so it baffles me to know that he's still using dating sites because that may make you feel like as soon as he finds someone else, he's going to up and ditch you. So what he needs to do, and you need to find out how serious he is about you and in this relationship. Because as far as I can see, he cares about you in some way, but he's acting very greedy. To quote a song, he didn't miss you till you were gone. <laughs> God damn it. But not, not to put negative thoughts in your head. Think, why did he call back and since he did, why is he in dating sites seeking other people? She replied, exactly my thoughts, just signals all around. Because, yeah, that does seem... I, I hope to see that their relationship's actually gone well. I might actually check a profile to see any sort of questions that have related to if anything actually changed. But I did hope it all worked out, but it does seem there, yeah. He keeps acting like he cares, but he seems like he's also uh, looking for someone else at the same time, which sort of makes it seem like you're just a placeholder, is my worry there. No one wants to feel like a placeholder. <laughs> that is, yeah, because that must be pretty upsetting on their behalf. Would not like to feel like that. Can't believe we're still in January the 8th. God damn, I, I talked a lot on that day. Alright, so the next one. Uh, this got 103 views, but they have a bunch of upvotes. So, why do people who want real love stay with cheaters? Oh boy. This is where we're getting to relationship sort of area, isn't it? Right, so I gave an answer. Because being cheated on really breaks you down. They may feel like that's all they have, because sometimes love can be... And it can be so unconditional that no matter what is done, they still feel as though they love them. One of the things to do if you know someone has been dealing with this is to hope that they realise that they deserve so much better than to be cheated on. So yeah, I actually still agree with what I said back then, which... I've never personally been cheated on. I haven't, but I... So I can't fully understand how it must feel, but I can kind of get an idea of how it must feel, and yeah. Like I said there, it must break you down, because you got cheated on. Often the way you look at it is, especially as time goes on, you wouldn't really look too much and say, hey, the person cheated on me, it was a bit of an asshole, that's all on them. You'd start to think back on yourself, thinking, hey, was that my fault? The, the person cheated on me? Like, I see you'd sort of look at it, you'd start blaming yourself. So yeah, like I said, it would break you down and feel like you don't deserve much better, so you just stay with them. And, like also I said, it could be because, you know, love is an unconditional thing. Maybe something as bad as someone cheating on you can't stop, because that's kind of how it can work sometimes. Even people who have been cheated on break up that person, they may still feel like shit about it, because that was someone they loved who betrayed them, and, yeah, feel horrible. So there's quite a few reasons why someone would stay with you, because it's just love is that complex uh, emotion, isn't it? Uh, 
but it is best that the person there's no point in being someone like that unless you truly know they'll never do it again or they've learned their lessons something like that but even that it must be hard to live with knowing that through the relationship but that is two that's your two options you either stay and try and fix it or you just leave and move on and try and find someone better who doesn't cheat on you just a nice little one at the end here just to break up the whole relationship things because I really just want after that some more relationship stuff which I'll just leave till the next episode so this last one here who loves going to bed early and reading a good book and I said yeah all my life since I was a kid I used to do that before I could read my parents used to always read me stories before going to bed which led me to like to go read stories going to bed it was it's quite nice feel I know I don't do it as much often I really should start doing it again I think I tried a little bit because I had like I've had the whole Assassin's Creed collection of books since I was like 12 and I got only read one of the books so uh, although they're kind of well they're kind of children I'm pretty sure there's some sex scenes in it but it's very simple books but uh, there's no harm in reading simple books every now and then but I, I used to do that I actually I remember I used to when I was in my first years of high school it was a Lord of the Rings series that I always read because uh, they were also really big books and I used to read a chapter before going to bed which is good because you get away from your uh, computer screen for a while and that's kind of what you want it's because it is said for your health you should always at least two hours but I'm, I'm horrible as I'm pretty sure other people are it's hard not to but you're supposed to actually stay away from your screen for two hours before going to bed to relax your brain so you have a better night's sleep which to be completely fair I think if I'd done that <laughs> I'd probably sleep much better because like probably most people can relate to I'd usually I'd be on my computer I'd turn that off I'd go to my bed before my bed I'd sit on my phone for a couple of minutes before actually going to sleep usually the last thing I see before closing my eyes is on my phone setting all my alarms so <laughs> yeah, that isn't healthy and I know it's not maybe I should just start setting my alarms earlier so that's a bit it's a couple of minutes screen time away each bedtime you know? and I think that's all you need is a couple of minutes away from your screen and that'll sort your day out but that's all <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you stick around for more uh, I'll now be off to probably record a YouTube video I don't know why my throat's been getting really dry real quick clearly so I'll go get myself a drink and uh, start YouTube so if you want to watch uh, I'm going to be recording a Skyrim series if you want to watch that just head to youtube.com slash c slash redghost or just search for redghost in the channels and you'll find my channel weird name came up when I was 11 and I don't think I've ever shouted out my youtube channel on this but I'm evening things out because I've done an SCP horror video and I kind of shouted out my um, podcast there I think I've spoken about podcasts a good number of times on my youtube so I thought I'd mention my youtube and my podcast even things out a little bit alright well see you in the next episode have a good day